Look, it was. You feel me? As SGA president, is some things I can't say, but at the end of the day, maybe it was needed. Maybe people did need to wake up. Three. Three deep. Three deep. Welcome to the Three Deep Podcast. All right, let's just let's let's get into this. Introduce us. What's good, y'all? Welcome back, Three D Podcast. Number one podcast in the AUC. You know where you at. You click the link. You know what's up. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna be extra though. Um, we've been having a lot of guests lately, and we have another guest with we us today. We keep having the alternation between the three me deep and is never three deep. Like <laughs> we're too we're deep not three deep. Somebody anymore. else. Um, so three. today we have Cameron Edge with us. What's up, y'all? Um, one of my close friends, um, but also an active member on campus. Cameron, welcome. What's up, y'all? Tell them what you be doing on it, campus. Um, so this is the 3D family right here. I, I, I've been eager to get on this pod show since <laughs> I already started, honestly. But um, so I'm, I'm the president of Lighthouse. I serve as the chief operating officer for the SGA, and I just dibble and dabble wherever I can find my way. Sociology major, so you know, yeah, he's out here. He's active. Know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, glad to have, glad to have you today. Um, we already, you know, we yeah, everybody knows what's it, going let's on. Let's get into mm-hmm. it. So, what? Not outline the, the timeline because I really don't know. I was late to the party. What What happened first? What happened the first? Whole I, don't even, I don't even get on Twitter like that. I mean, so. I'm, I don't even know, man. Like, it, I just did they drop I think the it names happened, what, on what's today, Twitter what's today, first? Friday. Today's Friday. So I'm gonna say it happened Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know nothing about it, right? I'm walking to class. You know, my 9 a.m. got canceled. So I was walking with, with my homie Justin Staples. I feel like I shouldn't have said his name like that. I don't know. It's kind of hot. Anyway, so we was walking from class because we found out class was canceled or whatever. And then he was like, you saw the things that's on the on the sidewalk? And I was like, nah. He was like, yeah. They was talking about like uh, sexual assault, sexual violence, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like people's names on things. I was like, where? He's like, yeah. He's like, I saw it this morning, you know, when I was going to tennis practice, 6 a.m. Sheesh. So I was like, oh, dang. They must have took it down real early. So then I go on Twitter, then I start seeing the pictures and the hashtag, uh, we know what you did. That's mm-hmm. what I, think, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah so it's the hashtag, we know what you did. And then, um, yeah, so you see names and then saying, we know what you did and the organizations those people are part of. It's pretty crazy. And then, so that day was in shambles. Then the next day we wake up and we see um, the chapel spray painting that said, what did it say? Oh, practice what you preach. Is it Morehouse practice what you preach? Yeah. Um, yeah. In rape culture. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. My teacher, uh, I came into class that I believe that was a Thursday, Tuesday. Was that what? On day. Tuesday when they spray painted? No, that, definitely no, Thursday. Thursday when they spray painted. Because it was Crown Forum. Yeah, was yesterday. yeah, my teacher <clears throat> like had a lot to say about that because um, basically he was upset about them uh, vandalizing school property, which is like this whole situation is like I'm teetering the line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. on a lot of on a lot of things. Like I have a a dual opinion about a lot of things. So it's right. like, I understand why somebody would spray paint the chapel is because like <clears throat> the statement is bigger than the action. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to create a statement and they're trying to, uh, create, <laughs> they're trying to create, um, just talk and stuff like that. So it's like, it's not about being fair or correct or whatever. It's about like starting the conversation. But then again, Vandalization is, yes, is yeah. definitely illegal, and Absolutely. like, and and also I have pride in my school, so it's like I don't 
like when somebody comes and then, you know, does that to something and defaces my school. So it's yeah. like, and that's like a main thing at Morehouse. And there was guests on uh, that Thursday too. Like it was kind of, it was a whole conference going on at Morehouse. So it yeah. was like, they, they hit a hot spot, but it was like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, so uh, similar to what you said, I, I, um, I didn't like the fact that they uh, tagged the chapel. And um, but I still understood what they were going for. So yeah, when we yeah. think about revolution, revolution is organized, but it's an organized fire. So they wanted they wanted they wanted students to be like kind of with an uproar because it raises the question. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, but ultimately they wanted to address what was going on with the situation. So yeah. um, although they had people's names and organizations attached across campus, you, you know I understood why they did it because of course the, the members of uh, the rape allegations are, are being silenced. But then again. I kind of felt for the victims in a sense because those, yeah, those that, that can be triggering to some yeah, victims, definitely. you know, and it, and it doesn't take a day to get over. It doesn't take weeks. It takes months or years. You know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? Sometimes this is stuff that you have to live with for the rest of your life. Well, most times it's stuff you have to live with for the rest of your life. And um, I was kind of insensitive with that in, in that sense. But I do understand. Yeah. I do understand why they thought that would be the right approach, you know. So I kind of it's like it's similar to what you said. It's like I can I can see the pros and cons. And I really don't know if like the person who wrote the stuff on the chapel is connected to the person who released the names yeah. of the people. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of those two things were kind of contradictory to me because when you release the names, these are saying these are the people at Morehouse who are doing these things. Yeah. But then when you put on the chapel Morehouse mm-hmm. practice what you preach, when you say Morehouse, that includes. Everybody in this room, yeah. that includes people who work here, that are, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not promoting rape culture, I don't I don't believe. Yeah. I didn't I never sexually assaulted anybody, so it was like that's something where it's like the messages are kinda contradicting each other. But it's like my I understand. Question. It's like at the end of the day you understand yeah. why it's I think my question in the whole thing is just like what is the appropriate way of going about this topic? Absolutely, and, and that's yeah. what we're trying to get at. Yeah. And, and also, like, I, so I see the uh, the Morehouse. Uh, what did it say again? Morehouse practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. I understand that, but you know, let's also say Spelman practice what you preach. Let's also say Clark practice what you. Well, preach. I heard there was Spelman names on that list, though, and there was, but there wasn't a sign on Sisters Chapel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like I understand, but it's like it's 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 kind of you really can't just pinpoint one house. It seems, yeah, it just seems like there's just a, a certain narrative that they're trying to. Fix. It's a it's a, a, that's the part that I don't. It's an it AUC like issue. It's clearly, yeah, like say it's an AUC issue, but everything kind of pinpoints. Uh, to a Morehouse, and that's the only issue I probably I have with exactly. Them. So like to see to see that sign, it's like I understand, but but also let's let's put one on spelling, let's put one on Clark. If we really going to raise this, if we really going to raise this question, let's put let's put it let's put it everywhere. But let's not just get King's Chapel and just stop after that. Yeah, so, and it's really hard to have um, like a a dual opinion on the on the subject because yeah. it's like when. A lot of times, well, even in our group message that we have for the podcast, I was I was voicing some of my concerns <laughs> about the situation, and then KJ was like, "Bro, you're so insensitive, da 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 da." But it was like, it's not that. It's like it's it's hard to have a, a different opinion when the situation is about rape because yeah. that's such a sensitive topic that people automatically assume that you're like trying to defend the male yeah. or like trying to defend the person who's in the wrong. Absolutely, but it's like. No, I have criticisms of both sides, even though I don't sympathize with people who actually raped girls and went, I mean, excuse me, women. I do have a problem with 
people who did it do it and their name was included in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I understand. And and that and that's just it's just not fair to them because whether they did it or not, the fact that their name was included in that is gonna live with them for maybe not forever, but yeah. Definitely Absolutely. leaving college, applying for jobs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When somebody search your name, they might see that or yeah. they might see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, that's not fair to them. But then at the end of the day, it's like, you really, if if you don't, if you were not vocal about being f- all for the women, which I am, yeah. it's like people assume that you're, you're trying to defend somebody. So. Exactly. So I, I even like with the whole Tile Now office that we have, like I believe that. With the Tile Now office, we should try to incorporate like some some counselors in there, like some like some psychiatrists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because oftentimes, like you don't want to be. It's un, like you can only imagine being a, a, a victim of sexual assault or sexual violence or rape. Being in that office, you know, explaining some of the most probably the most vulnerable thing that you have to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And, just, and that's just being put on file, and then you have to wait what ten to fifteen days to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So. It's, it's it's just I know I know I know it can be hard for the victims to to kind of go about it that way, so it, it's just it's just really I, I really like it's it's really hard to talk. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's still early. I think there's um, definitely, it was, there's yeah, definitely I, a lot of more stuff, it, and it, it, it's definitely conversations that need to be had mm-hmm. and more information that I need. Yeah, um, I to, to say, properly. That's what I was about to say, like just seeing all the debates and stuff going on on Twitter, like that just made me realize how much I don't know about that topic. Looking to expand your business? The 3D Podcast is here to help you. We'll create a 30-second to a minute advertisement that we'll strategically place in one of our podcast episodes. If you're interested or know somebody who might be, email us at the3dpodcast at gmail.com. And that's the number three, not the word. Hope to hear from you soon, and thanks for listening. You can. Join, join, join. Little, but it's gotta be you either that. in or out. You I'm know what I'm saying? Education. We damn near gotta start the. We have to start the thing over. Nah, right nah, nah, we don't. We don't I'm, nah. I'm all about the education. So, right. Yo, what's good? <coughs> Introduce uh, yourself first, first. I doing Cameron Rollins, uh, a straight president. So I just want to say is like this is a sensitive topic, and because of the sensitive nature of this topic, I think it's we have to be very, very. Uh, okay. We gotta be very, very intentional with what we say because we say things. It can have like impacts, not just like on us, but it can have impacts on people that have dealt with things like sexual violence and sexual mm-hmm. misconduct. Mm-hmm. And we never want to make it seem as if we're more concerned, I guess, with like a vandalism of a building than we are with right, like the vandalism of someone's body, mm-hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, that goes a lot farther, and that's a lot more important yeah. than just the building. Because remember, like. Think about King's Chapel. We we it's times in King's Chapel we have people standing on chairs. Yeah, yeah. Right. We, it's time <laughs> in King's Chapel. We got yeah. uh, what's his name, Jacquees, grabbing on uh, women's butts on on, <laughs> on the stage, and we don't say anything. We just like, hey, okay, this is my song. So it's like we have to be, and and that's not just for Morehouse students, but that's for Spelman students and Clark students. Like we, if because it wasn't just Morehouse students that were outraged, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I, I I'll be I'll be lying to you when I first if if I say when I first saw, I was in shock. I was like, oh, wow, King's Chapel, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's because for me, King's Chapel is like a as a place that means a lot to me, right? When yeah. I see certain things going on, I don't appreciate it, right? Even when I see people cursing in King's Chapel, I don't necessarily appreciate it. But at the end of the day, I said I tried so much not to look at the what and what happened. I tried to look at the the why they went to this extreme. Because yeah. people go to extremes because of reasons, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it was a quote that was put on uh, Twitter by Dr. King himself. Dr. King Jr. himself, and he said, "Wait, Dr. Mark, Dr. King, 
He said that uh, I'm weak. <laughs> he said that uh, riots is the is the actions of like the unheard. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like you feel me, and that's mm-hmm. and for me that was even like wow. Like what would Dr. King be saying? Yeah, even would, would he be so offended that it was vandalism on his on his chapel or a chapel that was named after him? Mm-hmm. Or would he say that it's a reason why it was there? That's true, right? right? So mm-hmm. I don't want us to I don't want us to ever forget what school we go to mm-hmm. because at the end of the day we go to a school that was made for people to protest. We go to a school that yeah. was made by people that voices necessarily wasn't heard. Yeah, so like. King might say, "Okay, let, this is this is what needs to be done." Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, because because yeah, like that. That, like, that actually makes me think about the whole not to compare it to, but like when the whole Black Lives Matter started and all the white uh, the white people were like, you know, what's the point of this? Why are we why are they you know vandalizing? You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I understand that point completely. Yeah, yeah. Somebody compared it to, and this is what this is another thing that just kind of pushed me to the yeah, it was good. So somebody compared it to Kaepernick, right? And I don't think it, it definitely, I don't think it, it, it's a direct comparison because nothing can be a direct comparison to any of these issues because yeah. all these issues oh, are very different. I saw you retweet that. Yeah. I saw you retweet that. They said to say that somebody, or to, to only highlight the fact that people are vandalizing or people vandalize the chapel and don't highlight like the bigger issue of like sexual misconduct or people are feeling like the voices are heard yeah. is the same thing for when white people say people are disrespecting the flag yeah. Yeah. right and not highlighting no why they are actually kneeling so yeah. I like and so I think that oftentimes it's difficult for us ever to compare situations but I think when we are men, we're black men, so we do have a level of privilege. Though we're not the most privileged people on this earth, yeah. we are privileged, it's right, above yeah. black women. Yeah. So because we are privileged, we sometimes got to check our privilege, and the only way we can check our privilege is kind of like comparing things to think, to, to our type of oppression. Yeah. So we, as black men, we're oppressed by white people. Mm-hmm. So we got to sometimes compare the oppression we face by white people to like the oppression that we give to black women Absolutely. because that's the only way we'll be able to realize mm-hmm. okay wow I can I can see it that way I can see the correlations and I can see if this was me I would hate for something like for us this mm-hmm. so for something like this to happen so Absolutely. I gotta make sure at all costs I'm never doing this to anybody, anybody else. else yeah Absolutely I agree I know that was a lot, so I apologize. Yeah, no, it was no, well no, said, no, though. It was, was needed. Well said, was this is definitely a constructive conversation, so yeah. like, I appreciate that. But, um, like, in terms of, like, next steps for the school, I think it would be, like, dope if we, like, kind of, like, uh, I know we, we had, like, a, we had a meeting with administration, not to give you, like, guys, everything we talked about, but we spoke about, like, making next semester's theme on Crown Form about sexual assault, uh, sexual violence, and rape, you know, just so, mm-hmm. just so we can educate each other. But I think it's, um in a holistic sense, I think it would be dope if we had, like, a class. Like, you know, Spelman has ADW, mm-hmm. but we have a class that not only educates us on sexual assault, sexual violence, and rapes, it, it, it educates us on how we uh, speak to black women, educates, it educates us on misogyny, patriarchy, mm-hmm. intersectionality, mm-hmm. like, just these different topics so that, we can be aware. We can be aware because you know, a lot of times some people do things out of ignorance, not knowing. Yeah. So just to, just so we can tackle that and pin that in the head, I never want this. I don't ever want people to leave Morris College and say that the college had didn't do anything to help them kind of under, prepare them for life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think after this, what we got to be sure to do is after this week, like the conversation has to continue. Like, right? I'm. Most of us were shocked. Most of us was just like, wow, like yeah. what's going on? But at the end of the day, I don't want us just to have a conversation, uh, a reactive conversation of like, you feel me, t- uh, tomorrow, the next day, mm-hmm. next week, we talking about like the next hype thing that's mm-hmm. like trending, right? I don't think this should be just a trending topic. This has to be a topic that we realize is that we have to realize that this is a real issue, mm-hmm. right? People feel like they have their voices unheard and not just 
women that are survivors, right? Mm-hmm. Men that are survivors, because there's there's men that are survivors on our campuses, right? Men that have had issues with regarding like people respecting their bodies on our campuses. So it's like we have to give room one for survivors to have these types of conversations, for survivors to be so feel supported and then protected, and also uh, of having a, a harsher and and actually talking about like what talking about with the ways that we can hold people that do th- these type of things accountable. Absolutely. Because because it's all about that accountability and we have to do it on both parts to show, okay, like we really care about this issue because if not, it's just like, okay, this is just a trending topic and this is not a trending topic. This is much, much bigger than just uh, a Twitter conversation. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I would even like for the people that are behind this uh, organized, um, behind everything, I would like them to kind of I, w- I want to see like some next steps, like so maybe you can host an event yeah. with a teacher, yeah. or, you know, just just some feasible yeah. things that you know people can go to because like like Cam said, it has everybody's attention. Yeah. And um, the last thing I want to see, I was uh, it was in my hip hop class, uh, I think two weeks ago. My my professor said something about oppression by omission. So we we don't we don't realize that a, a form of oppression is by silencing someone, not listening to what they got to say, and just completely uh, not acknowledging any any of their problems. That's why, like Cam said, people go to those drastic measures like vandalizing King's Chapel or having everybody's name uh, on plastered all over campus. So mm-hmm. I do agree, but I, I would like to see some uh, some. I would like to see not only our college take a stance, but I would see the, I want like to see the students that's organized it kind of come out and you know kind of explain what they want to see. And, and as student leaders, like and one. I think we got to use all our platforms to like tackle this. So like what y'all are doing right now with like using the podcast as a way to like voice voice the concerns about sexual uh, assault. But like everybody has to do it. So for example, I'm the SGA president. So there's no reason that like there's, there shouldn't be policy or programming around like sexual assault, teaching what consent is, what that looks like. Though we've had conversations, though we've done some programs, though we, we have programs already planned to do, it's like... Why can't there's always a need for more, right? Yeah. So for every every single organization needs to be doing whatever type of thing that they normally do, and now they need to push the, this this idea of like what consent looks like, this mm-hmm. this idea of like what sexual assault is, what rape culture is, and then defining that, and then when people don't admit or when people don't aren't doing these type of activities, we need to hold them accountable. Not necessarily just saying calling them out on Twitter, but actually having those conversations with them, saying like, do you know how this, uh, how your actions. Uh, kind of like lead to rape culture or how, how your actions are a part of rape rape culture mm-hmm. that's what we got to do and we got to be real, real so are we and then we got to understand what lengths are we willing to go to right so if we listen to music that are calling women bees and talking about like yeah i'm hitting and i'm smashing this mm-hmm. you feel me are you willing to stop listening to that type of music like what are you what are we what lengths are we willing what are we really willing yeah. to go because like that's if you're if we're committed to this idea and that's what i'm saying it is it is a rough conversation rough. but it's a accountability conversation and i would really <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm saying but like, <laughs> like I'm not if, we're, right if now, we're committed to this idea yeah. we have to be committed to this idea if not then it's like we are mm-hmm. A part of rape culture. You feel me? We yeah. are. That's what we are, right? Yeah. We're actively a part of this culture. If we're not truly being, if we're not truly checking our privilege and we're checking our brothers every step of the way. That's true. That's, That's a true. lot to follow up on. But I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do wholeheartedly agree. Tupac, you got to hold our leaders accountable. We do. We do. I wanted to build upon something he said that. You uh, said there's there's also survivors of uh, sexual assault at Morehouse too, as well, who are males. Um, we were in the calf earlier. Cam was with me. We had a pretty wild conversation with somebody in there who yeah. remained nameless. <clears throat> but 
that person was talking about a situation that they had during spring break where they were sexually they they claimed to be sexually assaulted by uh, a woman that at the time they were drunk they would never um, have sex with them if they were sober type thing like different things like that like they were pursued by this girl but the whole time he was making light of the situation yeah and that that was that was where the issue lied with me is because the whole time he was trying to like basically belittle the experience of girls who um, who are not he he was he was trying to say that there's different categories of rape yeah he was saying that the the rape where you're on a date with somebody or something like that or a girl comes over to your room and then she wants it at first but then she doesn't want it but then you know da 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 that's a different type than like getting snatched up the traditional way of what we think rape is mm-hmm. he that's what he was trying to say but then in his situation his personal situation he was making light of it like oh you know i got fucked da 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 or whatever she you know what i'm saying it was yeah, like, like very playful yeah, and saying, then yeah. later when i was thinking was about bad. it that's i was like it's really different and and i don't think it's what he understand with girls it's it, women yeah, women, excuse me, and girls, because yeah, girls get raped, raped too raped. as well. Yeah. So, uh, women, it's like, it's different because when they get raped, it's somebody going inside of them. This is what I'm saying. It's like, it's different. It's different with males. Like, even even when you have the, the virginity discussion, like, women value their private parts. Women value their... Their wholeness, you know what I'm saying? That that's that's something that they hold men like when it comes to losing our virginity, we don't care. Like some men don't care. Like it's just whatever. High five. But it's it's different. It's like women hold their body to a certain standard that men don't necessarily hold it. So to say that their experience just because they didn't get snatched up and all this other stuff is not as traumatic as that is wrong. So it's like so with this statement. There's a lot to unpack, right? Yeah. And I'm not so... Oh, damn. All right, so this is... Because I, cause I, I'm trying... I'm going to try to touch on, like, all the different elements of that. But I'm going to try with... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on the first thing first. And I hope I don't forget anything. So the first thing. When we look at the fact that... One, make sure before we post this, we put trigger warnings. Right? Letting them know. Letting people know whoever listens to it. So trigger warnings is pretty much let... Uh, survivors of sexual assault or anybody that has been touched by sexual violence in their lives, like people that have experiences that are close to people, letting them know that the conversation is going to be about sexual assault and sexual mm-hmm. violence because anything can trigger somebody to yeah. like, it can trigger somebody, right? And it can be a horrible experience for them and it can just like re-traumatize them. Uh, but, whew, all right, when looking at the, he was completely out of mind. Right, but it's scary to think that's how a lot of people think. Yeah, yeah. Right, that that mm-hmm. that's a that's a real conversation. That, but it's very very scary to think a lot of people think like that. A lot of people think like it's this traditional, like idea of rape. Right, yeah. Right, and then mm-hmm. there's this traditional. So, cause think about like what type of mindsets that lead people to think, especially when we t- look at like rape apologists. So, think about this. If I think it's the, a traditional type of rape. I also think it's a traditional image of a rapist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when I when I hear on college campuses that there are rapists, mm-hmm. and I have this traditional idea of what a rape looks like, yeah. I then when I hear about certain people are rapists, or when I hear certain people being accused of being a rapist, I say, no, it's impossible. No way. I can't, it's yeah. no way I this can him. be true because I know him. I, I was in class with him. This guy wears a suit. This yeah. guy does this. Yeah. This guy's yeah. in this position. This guy's a part of this organization. Yeah. So it's like a 
hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? If we don't challenge that idea and this notion of a traditional type of sexual misconduct, then it's we 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 don't necessarily challenge this idea of this ideal. I don't want to say ideal, but this traditional type of rapist because yeah. it's like you, it, it's it's not mm-hmm. right. It's it's not a traditional type of. That it's not a traditional type of rapist, right? It's not a traditional type of misconduct, sexual misconduct, because it can happen anywhere. It can happen to anyone, and anybody can do it. Uh, and that's a that's a tough one, and that's a conversation that I think we have to have. So I think that's what that was the kind of the significance of because a lot of people were concerned with like why did people put organizations? Why did people put like what organizations these people that were being accused of uh, sexual misconduct were affiliated with? Yeah, and I think that's why they did it. Right, I'm not sure because I, obviously I don't know, but I think they put it to show like these people are affiliated. These people can be anybody. Yeah. Right. There's no set of what like a ra- set like uh, idea of what like a rapist can do or what somebody that does these type of actions can can be a part of what they might look like, what they might yeah. wear. Yeah. Uh, to but to jump back into that, like this whole idea that men or men don't hold their bodies to the same standard as women. That's that I think for some men that may be true, but I also think that has a lot to do with society, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that men don't hold their body to the same like kind of standard, because I think that a lot of men, a lot of men do hold their body to to the same type of standard, right? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this idea or this mindset that they don't that that's what kind of leads to us like not only mistreating women, mm-hmm. but when men talk about like the them being like sexually assaulted because he was sexually assaulted yeah right yeah and he, he it was it was more of like a we talked about in a jokingly manner because yeah. like but but if you really look at it like he was victimized well mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying he, he was traumatized like that's a traumatizing experience and it's like it's not a joke mm-hmm. right and it's not mm-hmm. something to uh to play about it's not something to laugh about because it's because that's real mm-hmm. like but we're this this idea or society has put us in a scope that makes us think that we can't even be sexually assaulted when he he was right yeah. and the only way it can be talked about if it's in like a joking manner and that i think that's something that also needs to be discussed Absolutely. right and sexual assault doesn't just take place from like a women can sexually assault men but also men can sexually assault men you know like yeah. so like that's another real conversation and that's another and that's another issue that's rarely talked about mm-hmm. so i think it's a lot to unpack uh, I think this is a major issue, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think that it's going to take some time, but I think we have to be intentional mm-hmm. uh, because, honestly, like, hearing certain things, it's like I, I get kind of scared because it's like yeah, people really think like this, and at the end of the day, people have thought like this for 18 years, or 18 years of yeah, them years them growing up have has get, given them this mindset. So we have – we, we don't have four years, right, but we have – a very short span of time to teach people what consent looks like, teach yeah. people what yeah. healthy relationships look like, people, yep. teach people what healthy sexual interactions look like because mm-hmm. we don't, because people don't know that, right? Yeah. So we have this short span of time to reteach all of these, all of these things, and it's difficult. And now I can honestly say, as an institution, as a consortium, uh, I don't think we all of all. I don't think we're doing all we need to, right? So I so I can't be mad at anybody that that feels outraged. I can't be mad at anybody that feels upset because at the end of the day, uh, I can only imagine what it will feel like for for me for my from 
myself to be for me to be violated, right? Or somebody I love to be violated, yeah. or anybody to be violated. Because at the end of the day, as a human being, like I think it's inappropriate for anybody to go through those experiences, right? And especially to go through those experiences and then feel as though they have no one that like hears them, no one that yeah. believes them, and no one that will support them. And also, like even being involved in that conversation, it's it was kind of interesting seeing like the cultural and societal differences, like of how they view rape. The uh, the, the guy he, he was um nationally he's from Africa. He was talking. Yeah. He was talking about how uh, in Africa, you know, women they uh, women or men they get they get beat up or girls or boys they get they get beat up. You know what I'm saying? They get put in cars stuff like snatched that. Snatched up. It's yeah. snatched up, and that's what that's what he thinks rape is. And he's also from uh, the south side of Chicago. So that's why I kind of think even our communities are very passive aggressive on how we view rape. So most of the times when people get raped or sexually assaulted, it's by somebody that they're close with. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes they find themselves getting sexually assaulted by somebody that's in their family, and you can only imagine being in that situation because the family's supposed to be similar this the place where you're most comfortable at in, in your home. So when it when it attacks when it when when those type of things happen at home, we have to watch like we have to very we have to carefully monitor how we approach different uh, this, this these situations because I think he the reason why he took it so lightly is because of what Cam said earlier. People have this set image of what rape looks like. You know what I'm saying? So we have to kind of challenge our notion and kind of challenge our opinions of what we think it looks like and accept new opinions because um, what he said, he said that if you're in my room and you, and you agree to sex and you, you, you can't just say no, right? Yeah. And it's kind of scary that places like North Carolina have rules where if you say yes, you can't go back and say no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's very, that's frightening for, for, uh, for some people. Yeah. So it's like, as a society, as like as as a society, we we have to not only do we have the challenge uh, on the micro scale what we do at Morehouse, but on the macro scale we have to challenge America's norms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's something that has to start in the home, definitely. Yeah, teaching that definitely has to start in the home. And even now, honestly, I'm more sure like where, where's the guy at? Like, he, no, 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 I, like no, no, not even to be joking. Like where is he at? Because uh, he needs to. I, I need to have a conversation with him. Yeah, right. Because yeah. like. You yeah. shouldn't even be walking if around you, thinking that. If you the mad at just this, what we said, yeah, because I, because I, I am, yeah. I'm, I'm pissed, right? Because like this, this, this is filtered. This is what people are talking about. It's scary. Like yeah. this is what people went, and when people say like rape culture doesn't exist, it's like, how don't you see it? Yeah, and he was right? unpo- un- unapologetic about it, like, too. He, like loud he about it, like yeah. And then people talk about <laughs> it like was, it was scary. Yeah, it was this this violence. Like this is the language is so violent. Like yeah, and it's so scary, man. It's, I don't even know. I, I don't yeah. even. I honestly don't know what to say. But after this conversation, like we, I need to have a conversation. Yeah, it that was definitely an eye opening. Um, eye-opening conversation yeah. for me is I didn't even know people I don't know I just I couldn't believe some of the things he was saying I was just like wow. yeah right I didn't even want to talk about it no more I, I was like nah we need to stop we need to stop yeah, talking yeah, about it yeah and so. it's kind of weird because like we talk about this stuff in sociology class or even when it's us talking because we always have intellectual conversations it's like those type of people actually exist and not only do they exist but they exist in this place called Morehouse College and, and the fact that he's a junior and he matriculated to this college for two years and he mm-hmm. still thinks his way that shit is frightening mm-hmm. and the thing is we talk to we talk about all, all the time because I'm in these conversations all the time right and we, we often talk about like we gotta reach out to the freshmen we gotta make sure that it's in freshman orientation we gotta make sure this, what about this conversation is in 
yeah, the residential, freshman residential houses. I'm like, the freshmen are just the people we need to we need to worry about. All right, this this conversation goes way yeah. deeper than the freshmen because we got people we have seniors here that think this type of way, right? Yeah. And I'm, I, it's so it's it's frustrating, right? But it's frustrating to me. But I can't even tell you how fr- how frustrating it is for women, right? For for other men that have that actually dealt with the this on like a more, much more personal level. Like mm-hmm. it's it's scary. It's really it's it's truly scary that we have the. That no matter how many times it seems that we have this conversation, this, these acts still occur. So it's like, it, I love the the King's Chapel, but m- maybe I, I get it. Maybe maybe, it maybe, maybe that's it, how you know, I feel. Not yeah. even maybe it was needed. It, look, it was. You feel me? As SGA president, it's some things I can't say, but at the end of the day, maybe it was needed. Maybe people did need to wake up. Yeah, and maybe yeah. they need to keep 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 waking people up. And I, and I, because if that's what needs to happen, if that's the only thing that's gonna get people to care, like hey, I don't care if you write on it. If if writing on a chapel will make people wake up, I don't care if you write on it every single day. Because yeah. people need to wake up. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It is definitely this is it's a cry for help. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because because if we if we look at it, women they they they're sexualized at freaking six seven six seven years old early as early as that. Like they're preyed upon. By that early, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard a story about a little girl. You know what I'm saying, being sexually assaulted or raped, and that, yeah, it, that shit is just wild, man. Yeah, and you can only imagine the sick. You can sick. you can only imagine those who aren't in this class, like those in our surrounding communities who don't have those wake up calls. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's who who have to live like that for the rest of their lives, grown men. And then and then it's even worse outside of the college because they don't have institutions like maybe Title Nine that they can immediately turn to and exactly. say this is something wrong. They live with that for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why they hold on to that. Because you can't go to your parents. Because your parents going to look at you like you're crazy. And they're going to try to like... It, it's just... It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah. And I really I really uh, empathize for everyone who's been affected by this. Because yeah. it, it, it can get deep. Well, it is deep. And it, it's, it's... Yeah, definitely scary. prayers go out to, to anybody um, that's dealing with that or is a survivor of, of sexual assault. You know... Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast definitely supports you. You know what I'm saying? I posted that on Instagram and it's not only something that is, is needed to be posted on Instagram. I really mean that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I really do support women who, uh, who've been through that. So, you know, and, and men, and men, excuse me. And men. Yeah. I don't want to be one sided in, in this argument. So, yeah. So, so with this, when it's, we got, what we, what we, I think what also needs to be done is needs to be like information, uh, for people to like, if they if they listen to this, if they do have, uh, if they did experience sexual assault, right? One, it needs to be like a definition of what sexual assault is, what consent is, and also like resources out there for people that did experience these types of th- types of things, mm-hmm. uh, so they can know where to go to. If we can get a like a number or something about like a, a, a uh-huh. with the one with the counseling research and the one then with the title nine, uh, so people can know how to contact what who to contact. And just make sure, like we, we were able to just as, just to help as most people, much people as possible. And the revolution should be televised, man. It ain't gonna be televised. It's gonna happen in your face. That's real. Ain't that's nobody true. gonna warn you. Yeah. Ain't that's nobody true. warn you that, mm-hmm. that they was gonna straight paint King's chops. That's real. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's what I, that's what I, that's what I fuck with too. I, I fuck with like waking up on Wednesday and everything's all. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Flowers and everything like that. Yeah. And, and we go on campus and we see all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Here's yeah. my surprise. We wake up the next day, we see King's Chapel. Although it is stressful, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, uh, Cam, Cam, I do like a lot of running around trying to figure things out and I commend him for doing that. And you see, you see he's still here today on the podcast speaking about it. Yeah. But it definitely, it was something that needed to happen, bro, because it, it forces you to have the conversation. Because it's like, what about the trauma that they go through every day? Like, people that survive this, 
right? People that went through something like this, they, they go through, it hits them in the face every day. It hits them in the face every day where they see people that have abused them just roaming around, like, free mm-hmm. on the campus, right? It hits yeah. them every day when sometimes they go, they go to meetings and maybe the person's in a meeting with them. Yeah. Like, that, it hits them every day. So, like, I'm not even, I can't even be a, a upset or I can't even be like, dang, that really, I, I can't believe they did that because it, it, it shocked me, right? What about the, the shock that they get every day when they go into an environment they're supposed to feel safe and they feel unsafe? Yeah. Well, that was a great discussion. I don't even know if we can talk about Meek Mill after this. Yeah. yeah. That might be dead. <laughs> um, but I appreciate y'all for being on here. That was definitely a constructive conversation. Um, I enjoyed it. It was definitely information that needed to be out there. And it, the conversation will continue. Yeah. So um, it shouldn't end here at this podcast. If you're listening to this, talk to your friends about it. Talk to your parents about it. You know, have that conversation that needs to be had um, and spread the word about about, you know, what needs to happen. So thank you again for listening. Mm-hmm. You got something you want to end with? I just want to say I appreciate you and Trey for using this uh, platform to, uh, to have this discussion. Man. Like, hey, the first time you start, I'll tell you, this is going to be something that could change campus, bro. And I, yeah. I hold, not only the campus, but it could change the world. Bro. I appreciate you guys for using this platform. Honestly. No problem. No problem. No problem. Anything y'all want to end with? Any upcoming SGA events, Lighthouse events that's coming up? Uh, let's look forward to the next SGA thing regarding sexual so. All right. And I can say the same for Lighthouse. Be on the watch. (laughs) Be on the watch. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see y'all next week. The 3D Podcast is supported in part by Rob LeMay and Associates, a government relations, communications, and policy consulting company based in North Carolina's Research Triangle Park. You think I should do this and drop this shit like tomorrow? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the 3D Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at the 3D Podcast yeah, yeah. and follow our SoundCloud at 3D Podcast, yeah. both with the number three, not the word. Also, you can email us at 3D Podcast if you have any suggestions of topics that we should talk about. Hope to see you next Sunday, same time, same place. Peace. <laughs>